Hey everybody, welcome to Dulce America. My name is Bing Futch. Thank you very much for joining me. I am back from tour and I am ready to make up a whole bunch of new stuff. So thank you very much for all of your support this summer, especially my patrons. You are the bomb. I really appreciate you very much. And uh, it's gonna be a very exciting fall and winter season. A lot of new music coming your way. Before we get any further, I want to say hello to one of my patrons, Jackie DeGerald. Jackie, thank you very much for becoming a patron. All of you are literally the wind beneath my wings. And I know that sounds corny, but seriously, every single morning when I wake up, I just think about what I can do for my patrons. You have become the central focus of my everyday activity. I wake up, I do my exercises on the instrument and physically, and then I start looking at all the different things. I look at the emails you guys send me. Uh, I look at the polls I put up there and find out what you want to learn next. And it just kind of drives me forward and it keeps me engaged. And it is invaluable to have this wonderful community. So thank you so much, Jackie. And thank you to all of my patrons out there. You've really made this year splendid. And this next year is going to be amazing as well. So for those of you who have heard about Patreon and you really haven't gotten into it yet, it's a subscription service and different artists do different things with all of their Patreon events, which makes it very, very interesting to go through the service and see what different people are doing. For me, all of my music is online and it's available to you for $5 a month or $50 a year. And that gets you a 16% discount if you pay the annual pass uh, price on that. All of my books, music, CDs, tablature, uh, hours and hours of videos, simply terabytes of information is all available for just $5 a month or $50 a year. And I'm always coming up with new stuff every single week. So if you're interested in checking out what I've got available over there, starting today, you can download the exercise that I'll be teaching in this episode. Go down here to the Patreon open house. You can download this and then while you've got that piece of music downloading, go ahead and just bookmark that page and then follow the open house tag at the bottom of the post. That will open up a whole bunch of posts with all kinds of free downloads of music, tablature, video, uh, you name it. And if you like what you see, do think about becoming a patron like Jackie DeGerald and the other folks in the community that just really, really keep me humming and singing every single day. Thank you guys very, very much. So today's workout is going to be largely for beginner level students, something that's going to challenge you, but also it's going to develop a very, very amazing skill set for you. We're going to map out the chords of D major with this exercise and start developing your muscle memory so that when you play these chords, you don't have to think about them too much. You can just automatically go into them. Muscle memory is when you've done something so many times over and over again that you basically don't have to think about it. You automatically do it. It's kind of like driving to work. You ever have those mornings where you drive to work and you're thinking about something and then you realize that you've changed lanes like two or three times and taken an exit and gone. You're like, I don't remember doing that. It's not really a great place to be, but you know, we've all been there. You've had your coffee or you haven't had your coffee. In any case, muscle memory is largely what causes us or enables us to be able to do things without always being present. When you're driving, you should always be present. And largely, when you're playing, you should always be present. But you don't have to think about everything. You can think about just some things, like, like how you were playing, how fast, how slow, how loud, how soft, things like that. But you don't want to always have to be concentrating heavy on 
what chord am I playing, what notes are these, what rhythm is, stuff like that should really become as easy and as simple as breathing in and breathing out. And that's exactly what this exercise aims to do. So once you've got it all printed out and sitting in front of you, let's go ahead and walk through it and take a look at what we're actually doing. What we'll do, first of all, is we are in the key of D and we are in D-A-D tuning. D on the bass string, A on the middle string, and D on the melody string. In the key of D major, we've got seven notes. D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, and C sharp. Every single one of those notes can be used to build a chord. And we have seven chords in every single key that we play in. In the key of D major, the seven chords, three are major, three are minor, and then one is diminished. So we've got D major, E minor, F sharp minor, G major, A major, B minor, and C sharp diminished. Notice that every single one of those chords started with a letter, a note of the scale. Now, when we move through these chords, we're going to be using the chord shapes, three basic chord shapes. L shape, you can kind of see the L if we connect the dots or connect the notes. There's a slant shape, diagonally across, and then we've got the extended slant. And because we're in DAD, which is a symmetrical tuning, we can flip these chords over. So, invert them. Okay? So what we're going to do in the first page of the workshop uh, handout here is we're just going to play each of these chords and we're going to move through. Now instead of moving the chords like D, E, F, G, A, that's kind of boring, I want to do something that made the, the whole thing, the exercise, sound more like a piece of music. So on the first page, all of the chords are an interval of a fifth apart. So as we move from D to A and then keep going, we are an interval of a fifth apart. And that makes for pretty decent little sounding uh, progression, a chord progression. On the second page, I then change the interval to a fourth. And that sounds even better, I think, as far as moving through these chords and making it sound more like a song as opposed to an exercise. We are in 4-4 four, four time, so four beats per measure. These are all whole notes, so they're all going to get four beats. So in the first measure, we've got a 0, zero, two, zero on the bass string, zero on the middle string, two on the melody string. Those three lines you see at the bottom there represent the strings of the dulcimer. If you're looking down at those strings, looking down at the tab, they look exactly the same. So that zero on the top is going to be your bass string. Zero on the middle is your middle string. The two is going to be on the melody string. There's a D major chord right there. Then we move to A, one, two, four. If you're new to the mountain dulcimer, I will, it's not a big spoiler to let you know that people hate this chord. They don't hate the way it sounds, they hate the way it feels. This is a really big stretch you gotta make to play the one, two, four. The more you play it, the easier it gets, really. All right, one, one, three, E minor. B minor, 210. F sharp minor, 224. C sharp diminished, 123. It's a crazy sounding chord, isn't it? 
G major 310. And then another D major chord, this time 200. Instead of 002, we flipped it over so it sounds just a little bit different. Same three notes, but they're in a different order. Some are higher and then some are lower as we flip them over. What's happening with measures 9 through 16 is I'm actually playing some of these chords in a different location. Actually, a lot of those chords, all the chords are a different location. The idea here is to start memorizing as many different locations of these chords as possible because that'll come back and be very useful to you down the road. So your D's are all, you know, very cool stuff. You have a lot of options all over the place. And so measures 9 through 16 are moving through the same progression that we did in measures 1 through 8, but we're going to be using different iterations of the chord. There's a 2, 3, 4. 4, 4, 6 and a half L shape. 3, 4, 5 slant. It's L shape for the B minor, 5, 5, 7. 4, 5, 6 and a half is a slant chord for F-sharp minor I left off as C-sharp diminished. That is its own chord shape. And it's kind of a squashed triangle of sorts, or maybe you could look at it as an L shape where we've taken the bass string up a half step here. And then we get into a 7-6-5 slant. It's inverted for G major. And then this is going to be a bit of a stretch to do the 7-5-4 extended slant D major at the bottom of page one. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and move through these now. Basically, you can just strum, count to four, move to the next chord. That gives you plenty of time to put your fingers there correctly while uh, things are going the way they're going. So let's go ahead and play through nice and slow. One, two, three, four. One. Two, three, four. One, 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 two, three, one, two, three, four. 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 All right. So there we move through all the chords of D major, and we move them around in different chord shapes. Three of them, the L shape, the slant shape, and the extended slant. Then we also inverted those chords, meaning we flipped them over, and a lot of instruments do this, and it just gives you a slightly different sound without completely changing the chord. It changes the way it sounds a bit, only because some notes are higher, and then those same notes can go lower back and forth. All right, now let's take a look at the second page and see what we've got going on. We've got a lot more activity taking place here.
And real quick, instead of just kind of, I mentioned this, instead of just going through the chords and moving through D, E minor, F sharp minor, G at the scale, it'd be very boring. Yeah, I wanted to make something that sounded like it was actually a tune. So what we ended up with is um, all of the chords were an interval of a fifth apart. Sounds really, really more like a tune than an exercise. On the second page, we'll be moving uh, in intervals of a fourth. So it's a little bit different. It's not the same uh, uh, progression of chords that we had on the first page. So you're really gonna have to kind of pay attention here and take a look at what we've got. The chord names are written there, but we're actually playing each note individually. So all you have to do basically is kind of eyeball what the chord is. And once you find those three notes on those three strings, we're going to be going across the strings and coming back. So here's zero, zero, 002. We're going to go across the strings, bass, middle, melody, and then come back to your middle string. And that's the measure. Then we move on to our next chord shape. In this case, it'll be 310 G major. So let's go like this. Come back to the middle string when you're done plucking all three notes in the chord, and then move on to the next. We're moving to C-sharp diminished now. Then on to F-sharp minor. B minor. E minor. Got A. This is the only one of our chords that is not a full chord. This is what we call a root five chord. It's got the root of the chord, A, and the fifth of the chord, E. There's no C sharp here, but the 101 chord is a very, very popular chord that's used for our very popular iteration of the chord. That's used in Mountain Dulcimer music quite a bit, so I threw that in there. Uh, moving on to uh, measure 24, we're back to D. Measure 25, we have an inverted D major slant and a G major L shape. Then we have a C sharp diminished and an F sharp minor. B minor, L shape. Then we have an E minor, five, six, eight. Then A. And then we're just going to play one whole note chord of a D major seven, seven, nine with the L shape there. Okay. So when we went through the first page, we just strummed, counted to four, then we changed our chord shape, strummed, counted to four. Here though, we're gonna be picking through it. So let's go ahead and do that. Be very mindful as we move our chords. Try and leave at least one finger on, this, on a string to keep it going. And then try and pick up your fingers and move them so that they're ready to go when we come around. We'll go nice and slow through this one. Here we go. One, two, three, Four.
So there's a little walkthrough through page one and through page two. Page one sets us up very, very mellow, removing chords in intervals of a fifth. They're whole notes, so all we have to do is just put our fingers on that chord, strum, count to four, move the chord shape, strum again, and that just kind of gets us through. Now, as we're doing this, make sure that you're looking at the chord names and just kind of registering that. Don't worry about moving through uh, in tempo. Take your time with it. The first times, first few times you go through this, don't worry about counting one, two, three, four. Give yourself time to put your fingers down there, play the chord, read what chord it is, D major, and then just let it sink in. Otherwise, if you rush through it too quickly, none of that information is going to stick. It's going to run off the sponge back into the sink. You know what I'm saying? So take your time with it. Then when it really is starting to kind of your grip you, then go ahead and pick a tempo, nice and slow, 68 beats per minute, maybe 60 beats per minute. Give you plenty of time to count and absorb what you're seeing, what you're feeling, what you're doing. And just keep doing it nice and slow, a little bit every single day. What will eventually happen is you'll get really good and sick and tired of it. Super sick and tired of it. Bored even. Why will you get bored? Because you know all of this information. And you don't need to look at that tablature anymore. It's a beautiful thing when you finally realize that all of your hard work is paying off. So stick with it. Play it about five minutes a day and then put it aside. Don't worry yourself out. In about two weeks, you will notice a difference in your ability to switch chords, move them around the fretboard, and at the same time, strum and pick. So thanks again, everybody. I will see you next week. And maybe if you join up on Patreon, I'll see you on Monday with Mailbag Monday. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time.